All right, O'Shea, we're back at it with another kind of micro episode of the podcast. Um, today's topic, what we're going to talk about, uh, and this was one that I guess came up with a client of yours, or you just kind of heard it, or I don't know where it came yeah, from. I mean, I've I've had, I guess it's something that's been like going around the internet. Clients have actually asked me about it. Okay. Uh, I kind of gave them my two cents on the topic in terms of like train to failure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I think it's just something we could talk about. Okay, so... I have a feeling we're probably going to be on the same page for this, but I'll ask questions, I guess, to try to get some varying perspective on this. So when it comes to training to failure, is there a time where you would actually recommend it to a client, and when would that be? Uh, I mean, I think if you're like, all right, it depends on like your, what your goal is. Mm-hmm. For the everyday client, I'll probably say 99% of them don't need to be trained to failure. Right. Like my first thing I tell clients is like, I think you probably should be focusing on how to master a movement first. Mm -hmm. And you and I both know it takes years. It might take 10 years to master a movement. Yeah. So it's like you are nowhere near the train to failure. So like when I hear that like clients bring that topic up to me, I'm like, we're not even in that conversation yet. Like how often does it come up that people are asking you? I've had three different clients ask me about it, and it's like, guys, we're not we're not close to that yet. Like, yeah, it's we're trying to master your movement first. Yeah, and the thing is, like, I tell them like, because I know like on the internet, it's like, oh, you have to train to failure to be able to get results and this. But then I, I look back and I'm like, hey, just document your ist- like your training for the past two, three, four years. Have you been stagnant at any point? No, because it doesn't require training to failure. Right. Yeah. Um, I I agree. Um, I think the only people who honestly need to be training to pit, like failure are people who have like absolute strength goals, like people who are competing in the realm of strength. So like you have a you know a powerlifting competition or something like that, or you're trying to peak for a certain physical act that you got going on, you know. And it's like for a lot of the clients that we train, the general population, like everyday people, you're right. Like 99% of them have no business training to failure. Like personally, I like to tell everyone, I'm like, it doesn't matter if we give you five reps, eight reps, 10 reps on your program, like leave one rep in the tank. You know, like you shouldn't be training to the point of exhaustion. Like you're at a point in your training career where probably doing things really well and then feeling really good when you leave here is probably gonna be more beneficial for you going forward rather than I deadlifted until my nose bled, but I got a new PR. Like, I don't think people realize how taxing that is, like, on their nervous system to train like that all the time. I oh. mean, like, I'm sure you can attest to it. Have you ever performed, like, crazy heavy stuff, and then the day after you're just like, oh, you are definitely tank for at least 48 <laughs> hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, if you've got a full-time job and you've got kids and you've got all these responsibilities like it's not worth it to say like I deadlifted 300 pounds but now I'm dead for the next like 48 hours like what's the point like what's the point other than your ego is now slightly inflated you know what I mean um now maybe every once in a while you know if you're feeling good and you're you're had a good month of training or something like that and you're just like I feel good today like let's get after it great like by all means if like you said if the movement proficiency is down and you've got the technique down and you're feeling good and you want to push it just for shits and giggles go for it but i don't think it should be something that's done 
regularly all the time. Like I know I'm guilty of it when I was like 17. Like you did it like every week because you're a meathead and you're stupid. But like you can't train like that into your 40s. Sure. Well, another thing too is like I know there are people out there that will say point to research that research says, hey, you know what? This is how much you will grow or you will continue to grow if you're pushing to failure. And while, I mean, there are studies that will back that up. Yeah. I also think there are studies that will back up that just training optimally will get you with as much result. Right. And I, I've come across, actually, I forget who it was. It might have been Brett Contreras or something like that. He, I think for uh, some of his clients, he's a big advocate of training to failure for one set. That's it. You perform one set, one exercise for like five exercises. I don't know the exact numbers. But the volume was so incredibly low that they didn't get that like quote unquote hungover feeling the day after because even though they pushed it it was essentially for like two reps or three reps or whatever it was i don't know the numbers um i think where people run into problem is where they train to failure for four sets of 10 and they're like going balls to the wall hardcore and the volume is crazy high too like i, I don't think enough people appreciate that if your volume is crazy high, like your intensity cannot match that. You have to learn how to kind of like undulate and adjust those two things, so you don't feel like a you know. I mean, uh, I agree with I agree with that statement, but also like I think it comes down to like it's a difference between just lifting weights and actually lifting weight with intent. Oh yeah, definitely. So I think like maybe that's kind of the issue, like why people feel like they have to go to failure. Yeah. And it could be like along those lines. I feel like a lot of people run into that trap with like group fitness. I use that example all the time, like group fitness classes. Of, I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of them lift weights during that class. And it's like, are you like you've got the heaviest weights in there, like 12 pounds? Like, are you lifting weights or are you just going through the motions? And then when you come and you actually lift weights in a facility like this or with a dedicated coach, and you're like, wow, like this is so much different than like what I've been accustomed to doing in the past um but um yeah I, th I think this is a good topic just to touch on because i think a lot of people just through social media and through friends or whatever um they just think like you have to go like all out 100 percent effort every single time train until your eyes bleed until you puke and it just it doesn't necessarily have to be like that you know um agreed closing thoughts on this one uh i mean Closing thoughts, I mean, I think it's understand. Like, I think everyone, when it comes to training, should have, like, all right, what's my purpose of why am I training? Yeah, definitely. And I have to understand, like, don't have to train to failure. No. Like, I just, like, given myself, I probably train to failure maybe once a year. Really? Pers this is just personally. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, because, like, it's, like, you get to a point, you're, like, what's the point? It's, like. Right. Who are you impressing? It's, like, I can literally – could I bench more than 100? But I could grab the 100 to make him feel like, it's like everything is about doing it with perspective and understanding like, all right, what am I trying to do? Right. I prefer to wor work on, I'm trying to get the perfect technique down versus I'm trying to see if I can go to maximum failure. Right, yeah. And I mean, that's, that's what's gonna save you and spare your joints and your body in the long run. Um, I, think, I think Jay Ferrugia, I don't know if you're familiar with he is, but I think he said more uh, what was it? More twenty-year-old guys need to start training like they're forty-five because, I agreed. <laughs> like you know, you're young and you feel invincible, and you know your joints feel good. You don't wake up in pain, but it's like if you continue to do that into your forties, into your fifties, it's like it's gonna catch up to you, you know. And that's coming from a guy who's 
been lifting heavy and made the mistakes that he's made for like 30 years or something like that, you know? Um, yeah, but that was a good topic. Um, so we'll keep more stuff like this coming, uh, you know, in the future. Um, more of these kind of random, but still pretty important topics. So until next time.